Hey everybody and welcome to Talk Chain, everybody's favorite crypto podcast. My name is Matt and Rob's above me. What's up guys? Today we're going to talk about the great John Oliver finally getting into crypto and explaining it to all the plebs. We're also going to talk about Coinbase releasing a weighted index fund with all of its holdings. And we're also going to talk briefly about Elon Musk potentially getting into crypto more and stopping being a piece of garbage. <laughs> so today, a uh, little bit more red than it was yesterday. Total market cap is still well below $400 billion, but... Uh, you know, I'm still optimistic. I haven't jumped off, jumped off the roof of my building yet, and uh, I'm hoping nobody else has. Um, so let's get into it then. Uh, so John Oliver today, Rob. John Oliver. Yeah, he did a, a pretty good overview uh, with his segment on uh, last week tonight on HBO. Um, it it kind of goes into the pros and cons of the of the space. Um, it really boils down to it's new, it's exciting, um, nobody knows what's going on, but there's some potential in the blockchain space, uh, despite what's going on with the crypto market today. Yeah, I thought he gave a very good uh, breakdown for anybody who didn't know anything that was going on. And he also, he found some outliers that really uh, showed how irrational this place can be. And uh, I liked that he compared Bitcoin to Beanie Babies because that was sort of a, when people are thinking about getting in on the pumps, a lot of times it can be similar to those hilarious things like Beanie Babies. Well, I think all the Beanie Babies that I have are very sound investments, so I don't really understand what he was talking about, mm. but it's it does, uh, I can see because it's, they're both valuable how it would make sense. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, he brought up the BitConnect scam. He brought up how Twitter's not, you know, how they're sort of shutting down or they're they're cracking down on scams like that, which I think is just sort of par for the course in any crazy unregulated space like this. Um, I thought it was neat that he was talking about EOS and, and platform technology. So he didn't really get into details about that, only really how insane Brock Pierce seemed when he's talking about ridiculous stuff and his, his Burning Man wedding. Yeah, well, it, yeah, Burning Man. It's uh, it's entertaining because he's the same guy who has the crypto utopia planned, and uh, I forget which country that was. Um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. So he has this this planned. Um, there was a segment where he was kind of praying under a tree. So you could always tell that he had that hippie vibe. Um, one of the one of the interesting things was his with EOS was his emphasis on the fact that they don't have a product yet are worth 1.5 billion dollars right now, yeah. and I think that's a kind of a, a big worry in this space that these uh, massive companies now um, are, there's a number of them operating without any product. So I think it's good that he highlighted that um, as well as uh, some of the. Some of the uh, interesting players involved. Uh, I forget the guy's name, the BitConnect guy, but having uh, uh, the yeah the meme, the BitConnect yeah, meme Carlos Matos, yeah. yeah, I thought that was hilarious, and I thought uh, yeah, having them come out and talk about being uh, careful was uh, pretty great as well. Mm, yeah, so yeah, I think he did. He touched on the the part where they don't have a product yet, but they have a crazy valuation. I think that was a good point to make. Just given how I think people, everybody really struggles to value these these companies or these tokens because the space is still evolving as we go. 
Um, but he also gave a, a nice timeline on how, how long it took other tech companies to acquire that much value and how, how little time it's been taking cryptocurrency tokens or whatever tokens to, to get to that point. So the, the market still might be a little frothy right now, but I think just until uh, we can see the evolution of the products, it's going to be hard to, to value them properly. Yeah, especially because it's so early on. Um, and there, you'll never know whose product will come out and blow everybody's minds. It could be something that is out there right now, but is in like ranked 500 on uh, crypto market cap. And uh, yeah, so we'll all just wait for, for the products to actually get released and we'll see who the outlier is going to be. Yeah, and I think that's, uh, you know, comparing this to the tech bubble of 2000, 2001, I think is appropriate. You know, Apple and Amazon are gigantic now compared to their value then. And, uh, you know, Pets.com is in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so let's move on to the Coinbase launching a weighted index fund of Bitcoin, all, all of the Coinbase products. So this isn't the first one that's been launched, but I think it's good to see uh, these products being added to the stock market just to bring in more money into the space. So um, it's basically just taking the, the market cap of its these four things and Coinbase is going to buy a bunch of it and then offer it on the traditional stock market to accredited investors only. So it's still going to be capped to people that have a $1 million net worth or make an annual, have an annual salary of 200000 Yeah, it's unfortunate. It keeps uh, the everyday investor out right now. But it looks like they do have plans to have retail investors involved in the near future once they find out that there's a market for it. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see because I think people who are already invested in the space, they're not really going to have much of a use for the index fund itself. And those are the people, the people, the accredited investors are the ones who are probably involved already if given the opportunity without needing an index fund particularly yeah and especially if they've already been if they're already invested in icos which are probably higher risk i don't know how interested they would be in just a, an etf that has the the big cryptocurrencies i mean mm -hmm. if they want some exposure to the space then maybe but yeah i'm, I'm suspicious that it's going to be a big boom but to see more of these popping up, I think is uh, overall a good thing, but um, yeah, it's it's not going to be life changing until it's open to everybody. No, and uh, I think more of more of what the investors that they're looking for would be interested in is getting a piece of Coinbase more than getting involved in the cryptos that they're selling. Yeah, well, and it's nice that Binance has uh, offered that coin, which is not not quite a piece of the company, but it is. Uh, a surrogate for some part of the company's operations. Um, and yeah. yeah, I wonder. I wonder who the first one's going to be to to launch in an IPO um, for their exchange. I imagine it will be Coinbase at some point, but it's just a matter of uh, when that's going to happen. I think more so than anything. Like if we've got Snapchat going up there with no revenue at all, then I think it's it's pretty easy to assume uh, yeah. Coinbase will get involved immediately. Yeah, it's a uh, it's wild. Like, they make a ton of cash, probably. Much more than Snapchat, anyway. That makes nothing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's costing me five bucks for every $100 I'm putting in, so it's kind of devastating. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So I think the last thing we're going to wrap up on is uh, is Elon Musk. So if anybody remembers about a week or two ago, I called out Elon for being a little bitch. And that's because he, he said that he owns, like, what, a little bit of Bitcoin that somebody gave him. Yeah, I think it was like a quarter of a Bitcoin or something. Yeah, just, just an embarrassing amount for given his status in, in the tech space. So this picture popped up on Reddit of Elon holding a book about cryptocurrency. <laughs> So I don't know, guys. I think uh, I think he's gonna make the move. I mean, I don't know, but I think he might. Just he's reading up on it. He's getting involved, and uh, soon we'll see what kind of portfolio Elon's actually gonna put out. And we'd be happy well, to have him on the podcast, frankly. Yeah, he's welcome to come as a guest, even though Matt continually uh, assaults him verbally. But <laughs> the the book he's holding is called Cryptocurrency Simply Explained by Julian Haas. And uh, I think that can really dispel all the rumors that he is Satoshi Nakamoto <laughs> by the fact that he's holding a entry to crypto uh, book in uh, 2018. Are you sure he's not doing that to deceive the haters? It could, that could be the case as well, which is a genius play on his part. But uh, yeah, and I guess that's why he can say that he only has a quarter of a Bitcoin because Satoshi owns like thousands. Right, right. Now, not he, smart. Now, the other thing, Elon is kind of laughing in this picture, and part of me thinks that somebody just handed him this book. He's laughing before he throws it in the trash and continues on his day going to the SpaceX <laughs> offices. Uh, I, no, I think it, that's the joy of him purchasing a book oh. for the first time. Now. He's very pumped about it. Oh, okay. So I guess there's a few ways to interpret this picture. Either way, I'm looking forward to seeing his uh, his actual portfolio so that we can break it down further. I think it'll be mostly Tron, but we'll wait and see how that unfolds. Yeah, definitely. So thanks a lot, everybody, for watching. We're going to wrap it up there. Let us know what you think about the podcast, and please like and subscribe. Don't forget to share on Reddit, Facebook, friends, family, anybody you know. Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care.